present and future of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Project 55. Welcome to Project 55, your gateway to the past, present, and future of the Disneyland Resort. I'm Chuck Rendon, and of course, I'm joined by Amy Nalawai. Amy, how's it going? Hello, hello, hello. It's going pretty good. We're uh, in the thick of, uh, I don't even know. It's like, are we are we in fall? Are we still in summer? <laughs> I'm confused. Well, the temperature would tell me summer is still here, but the decor would tell me fall has arrived, especially at Disneyland. Yeah. 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 Even at, uh, even at my work, started decorating for fall and the temperatures have been weird because it's already kind of doing the whole, uh, it's warm. It gets warm during the day, but it's cooler in the morning and the evenings. And so it's like, I don't, I don't know how to prepare for this kind of Oh, but I'm not complaining because it means Halloween time at Disneyland. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, And we got some fun eats and treats to talk about. But before we get there, I wanted to briefly mention some new Disneyland resort news, or at least Disneyland resort adjacent news, I guess. But they did just drop Rogers the Musical soundtrack on Spotify. So mm-hmm. if you've been like Amy and I, and you've been wanting to uh, <laughs> listen to these songs again, now's your chance. Been having withdrawals. <laughs> can listen to them till your heart's content. Uh, uh-huh. And if you unfortunately missed out on the original run at the Hyperion, uh, well, now you can actually listen to the songs uh, that we've raved about a few times on this show. Uh, it's a great, it's a great soundtrack, honestly. And like I mentioned last week, those songs will stay with you. Uh, they're very catchy. Uh, There's a lot of emotion and uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good 30 minutes for sure. I'm already driving my coworkers crazy with, uh, with playing it on repeat. So you can listen to it all day. Yeah. (laughs) I could do this all day. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. It is currently on Spotify. We'll definitely drop a link in the show notes uh, so you can take a listen at your leisure, but uh, let's move on to eats and treats. Uh, So we just had some new food items added to uh, three restaurants at the Disneyland Resort, uh, or Disneyland Park, I should say. Uh, Riverbell, Cafe Orleans, and the Carnation Cafe. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll definitely go over those. But before we did, I just wanted to briefly mention that all three restaurants now also serve alcoholic beverages. Uh, In fact, I believe each one has their own signature cocktail, uh, as well as wines and a few other signature drinks similar to... Blue Bayou and Ogus Cantina, things like that. Yeah, wine and beer. And I believe they also have some non-alcoholic beverages. They do. You know, fancier drinks as well. They do. There's options for everyone. Yeah. So with the addition of alcohol in these three restaurants, now it's official. Every single table service restaurant in the Disneyland Resort now serves alcohol. So if you're looking for some adult fun in the parks, it's just become a lot easier. So there you go. 
All right, well, let's move on to the food. Why don't we start with the new items at Riverbell Terrace? Amy, you want to take us through those? Yeah, so Riverbell Terrace has always sort of, I feel like once Spaghetti Ranch Barbecue was gone, they tried to pick up the slack and offer some uh, barbecue options right. over there. And I don't know how to like even categorize the direction that they've taken the <laughs> menu right now. But um, it's an interesting mix. And I, I think I'm going to have to try some of these, you know, before I can like fully make a decision on it. We have some brunch options that um, I think they have the potential to win over the brunch crowd. I'm normally not in the park in time for breakfast, but if brunch is going to go later into the afternoon, I'm for it. So yeah, I might actually be able to make some some of these items. <laughs> yeah, so a couple of the brunch items they have a warm bacon and spinach salad. Um, I mean, you have me at bacon. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I feel like that's a, a healthier option, I suppose, uh, that's available for brunch only. They have, you know, your basic breakfast with scrambled eggs, apple with smoked bacon, breakfast sausage, house fries, which I'm trying to figure out what exactly their house fries are, because I know our favorite thing were the Potato, potato bites, bites, like the tater tots, yes. you know, that was our thing. But they're calling them home fries. But when I look at the pictures, they, they kind of look like they could be tots. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to go try them. But in any case, they've got house fries. So I don't know. We'll have to try them. And that breakfast also comes with a biscuit, by the way, which I'm for. I'm I'm for it. It sounds really good. Classic breakfast fare there. Yeah. And for all of the pumpkin spice fanatics out there, um, they have a delicious signature pancake breakfast with pumpkin spice pancakes that's available for the fall season for brunch. So that's kind of exciting. Another brunch item is a short stack of regular pancakes and, you know, your basic breakfast stuff. They also have biscuits and gravy, which... Like, this is staple comfort That's food for classic. me. pretty classic, yeah. Pretty classic. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to have to make it a point to try that. You know, pork belly with country chicken and a house-baked biscuit. Yes, please. I'm for it. <laughs> I am for it. Then there is a roasted summer squash, heirloom tomato sauce, heritage greens, succotash greens, and tofu. For those who are looking for um, something a little healthier, that's available for both brunch and dinner. I'm guessing this replaced the barbecue tofu. Yeah, which I always thought was kind of awkward. I don't know. You ordered that several times. Yeah. I mean, as plant-based options go, you know, few and far between, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It, it wouldn't have been my first plant-based choice. Well, this sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds better. It does sound better. So we'll, we'll have to check that out. And then I'm really excited. I feel it like I feel like they had a similar option at the Pacific Wharf once. Maybe I'm imagining it, but Riverbell Terrace is going to have a chicken pot pie soup available for dinner. Like I said, I feel like I've had. I don't know if it was there or maybe it was at Jolly Holiday. Am I imagining things? I don't know. I feel like I've had this at <laughs> Disneyland before. And regardless, I'm I'm excited for this one. Um, so, you know, think chicken pot pie, but it's a soup. So, yes. Sounds good. And that's yeah. available for dinner only. I'm for it. I'm for it. They've got a pork chop. Also sounds delicious with mashed potatoes and vegetables and the classic sauce, the applesauce, you know, topping. The classic 
dinner option. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. And then uh, a, new, a different blackened fish option as well. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Like they have so many things on this. There's menu. a lot of new things at Riverbell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they they still have the burnt ends grilled cheese on mm. the menu, which makes me happy. That's a favorite. Yeah. They've added a barbecue brisket burnt ends pasta for dinner. This I want to try. It looks good. I'm intrigued. Yes. And love the brisket burnt ends. So that's mm-hmm. definitely another option that I think we'll have to try. They've got a pimento cheese loaded house fries with barbecue brisket burnt ends fried cherry peppers and bread and butter pickles that's available for both brunch and dinner sounds good to me like hmm yep there's also a buttermilk fried chicken sandwich oh how did i not know about this there is a country cuban sandwich (laughs) i love me a good cuban sandwich i'm gonna have to try this one too that's a good one pork country ham and a dill pickle i'm I don't need the pickle. I take the pickle off my Cuban sandwiches. Oh, gosh, man. I'll save it for you. Um, There you go. (laughs) uh, This one's only available for brunch. That seals it. I have to make sure that we go for brunch. Brunch has to happen. And then for those who are looking for a plant-based dessert option, something new on the menu, Mm -hmm. plant-based ice cream with seasonal topping available upon request available for dinner dessert only so hey i like it i like it more more plant based options is always a good thing so one of the things that i have to bring up just cuz it i don't know kind of sounds interesting in a weird way to me is on the new beverage menu there is now my mind goes a very different direction when i think of mississippi mud pie but the, <laughs> apparently there's a beverage mississippi mud pie and here's the ingredients that are listed <laughs> Sprite, chocolate fudge syrup, and cream topped with whipped cream and crumbled chocolate cream cookies. <laughs> Non-alcoholic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yes. But you lost me at the Sprite and chocolate fudge syrup. That's an interesting combo. That's an interesting choice. A choice right? was made there. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Now, this is supposed to be their brand new signature non-alcoholic cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know it, on that it one. It sounds odd. I feel like I'll want to like taste it. I, it's one of those that, like, on paper, sounds so bad. You just curious, right? Because you're like, I'm yes. Someone, I'm very curious. Someone had to mix this already and try it and think and that think it's it good, good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one no. who's having a moment with this one. Okay. The beverage menu, besides that, looks pretty great as well. Um, but I feel like so many new options for the Riverbell Terrace. Hopefully, uh, the last couple of times that I walked by there, it, it looked pretty quiet. So I'm hoping this will uh, liven things up at the old River Rail Terrace. Definitely a lot of things that I hope to get to try. I'm in for the barbecue brisket burnt ends pasta as well as the pumpkin pancakes. Those also sound good if I'm there for brunch. Uh, but yeah, a lot, a lot of great uh, additions to Riverbell. A lot to choose from now. But uh, let's move on to Cafe Orleans. Uh, not quite as many new items as Riverbell, but they do have a few new things on the menu. Uh, specifically, they have a potato and sausage soup, uh, which contains marbled potatoes, caramelized leeks, and grana padano cheese. Uh, I'm not sure. I've never had grana padano cheese, but I'm sure it's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a new soup option there. 
you also have the vanilla cream brulee with fresh berries, and that is plant-based. And I believe they actually have that currently. And they also are still mentioning the Haunted Mansion candle dessert, which we've detailed in a past episode. Mm -hmm. That apparently is still going to be available through November 9th. So if you've yet to try that, still have some time. It's definitely worth a a trip to the Cafe Orleans for sure, because it was very delicious. (laughs) And it's a fun presentation. (laughs) Cafe Orleans' signature non-alcoholic drink is the Bayou Punch, uh, which is going to include Minute Maid Lemonade, zero sugar, I might add, orange juice, strawberry puree, blueberry syrup, and an alligator-shaped gummy to top it. (laughs) So this could be fun. The gummy, the gummy is a little special. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, it's fun. It certainly sounds better than the Mississippi mud pie. I will, I will give it that. So, yes, <laughs> uh, I will probably end up trying it. It's high competition with the mint julep, though, man. I really do love me a mint julep, but uh, I'll probably try the Bayou Punch. And that's pretty much it uh, for Cafe Orleans. So now let's head over to Carnation Cafe. They also have a few new menu items. Uh, You can now get a veggie skillet, uh, which is three cheese eggs, breakfast potatoes, onions, mushrooms, peppers, and spinach topped with cheese and fresh tomato garnish. Uh, And that is new and it's available through November 9th. And you can also get Walt's Chili Cheese Omelet, uh, which is a cheese omelet topped with chili cheese and chives served with breakfast potatoes. And that's also uh, available through November 9th. Uh, This is available for breakfast only. And another plant-based dessert, happy to see it, is a brownie with chocolate sauce you can now get. And to round it out, Carnation Cafe's signature non-alcoholic beverage is the orange creamsicle, which includes Sprite, candied orange syrup, and cream topped with a candied orange slice. Mm, like an orange cream soda. That yes. does sound classic and delicious. Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. Those are the tasty new additions to these three restaurants. I'm definitely intrigued to try uh, some of the goodness. Uh, R- Riverbell, I think, really has my interest. They they added so many new things that uh, so many. Yeah, it's almost like a whole <laughs> new experience there now. And yeah, so, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to my next visit for sure. All right, well, let's transition. Halloween time is in full force at Disneyland Resort. Last week we talked about the Halloween foodie guide. Uh, This week, we're going to mention some of the other happenings at the resort that you can expect during the Halloween season. And we're going to start it off with a Fab Five. And this is going to count down our top five favorite Halloween decorations uh, at the Disneyland Resort. And, you know, Halloween has just got it just gets bigger and bigger. I feel every year they add so many decorations and there's just some fun things. And there's a lot that uh, I look forward to. Uh, but this list, I, I think in particular, these are the things that really scream Halloween to me. So, Amy, why don't you kick us off with number five? Well, number five, of course, is the Main Street Pumpkin Festival. As you uh, make your way down Main Street, there are pumpkins everywhere on the windows, um, on the you know the buildings, the ledges. Um, I think I think one of my favorites. <laughs> is they have 
the pumpkins that look like the Dapper Dans. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love all the pumpkins. There's so many unique faces. Um, one of these times, maybe I'll have to like walk down Main Street and count all of them. I wonder how many pumpkins there are. Yeah, there's a good number. And I I, yeah. I just love, uh, you know, just staring at each one. <laughs> it's the, Each one is like a little bit different and they're hand carved. So it, it's very unique. And it's just, it just screams Halloween, kind of classic Halloween. And it's just perfect for Main Street. Uh, great way to enter the park or, or exit the park at the end of your day, uh, taking in all of the Halloween jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins. Most definitely. All right. Well, moving on to number four, we have uh, one of my favorites is the Halloween tree, uh, which is just in front of the Pioneer Mercantile store, also adjacent to the Golden Horseshoe in Frontierland. Uh, But this is just a fun, magical tree. You know, they put a bunch of lights in it. And one of my favorite things to do is to stand under it and just look up. And it's literally <laughs> like you're in like fairy world or something like that. It's just really, mm-hmm. uh, it's just really breathtaking. And it's just a fun addition, especially, you know, the ties with uh, Ray Bradbury and his uh, Halloween tree. And, you know, there, there's some fun history in that. So, yeah, it's just one of my favorite, uh, favorite things they do each year. Coming in at number three. Over at DCA, we have the Headless Horseman statue. Yes. So I, I it's just become, I don't know, like when I think of Halloween now, I think of this statue. I was really surprised when they put it in the first time, but what caught me off guard was like the sound effects and like the lights mm, at night. Right, and right. It, it, yeah, it makes sounds and it lights up and there's like... I don't know, like fog or something that like comes out from around it. Yeah, it's very ominous and fun at the same time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And um, it's just a cool spot. I don't know, like that has sort of become the equivalent of like the, you know, town square when you first walk in right. to Disneyland. So it's always kind of fun to see how they um, over the years have used that spot to decorate and for Halloween time. Could there be anything more cool than the Headless Horseman? If you've ever gotten to see like the actual Headless Horseman do his thing, right? Uh, it's really cool. But the statue, almost as awesome as that. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Yeah. You add in that with the, the fun atmosphere music and, um, you know, they got Oogie Boogie's laugh coming from (laughs) the tower at Carthay. Right, right. It sets a tone. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. It really does. It adds a lot of fun atmosphere. Definitely love the Headless Horseman statue at DCA. I I can't imagine Halloween time now without it. So that's a fun one for sure. Staying in DCA, moving on to number two, we have, well, I mean, this is more than just one decoration, but honestly, the whole area is just great. Cars Land. They really deck it out for Halloween. There's so many fun things to look at, so many fun Easter eggs. Uh, basically, you could spend a whole day in Cars Land just going over all the Halloween stuff they had there. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's so classic. It's just that fun, family-friendly spookiness and the music and everything. is just a whole fun Halloween vibe there. And uh, I, I just love it. Just love it. One of my favorite things that DCA does each year. And coming in at number one, I can't imagine having anything else. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Classic, classic. Uh, 
The giant Mickey pumpkin, of course, our blinky Mickey pumpkin friend. (laughs) So just like, I feel like as soon as Halloween time is even almost here, uh, the interwebs come alive with, have you seen the Mickey pumpkin yet? Right, (laughs) People people are watching for it. I love that it gives you two different sides for a photo opportunity. That's right. That's right. And um, it's just, it's one of the, aside from, and I love, I don't get me wrong, I love the Disneyland Christmas tree, but I think I love the Mickey pumpkin just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, my heart kind of lies with Halloween, but they're both great. And honestly, like, I, I feel over the years, the Mickey pumpkin has become just as iconic as the, the Main Street Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you you just associate that with Halloween. Like once you see that Mickey pumpkin, you know, okay, Halloween has begun. We're in the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, so that, that's a good one. So there, there you have it. Our Fab Five top five favorite Halloween decorations at the park. Uh, if we uh, didn't mention yours, uh, please let us know, man. If you if there's something that you enjoy at the park, uh, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know. Uh, Maybe maybe there's a decoration that I, I've missed before that's something that yeah. hasn't caught my eye. So all, always on the lookout. There's just so much to take in. <laughs> so much to take in. Uh, and, I, and I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's move on to our deep dive conversation. That's all about the Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, we'll go over all of the different offerings, some of the things that you can expect, some of the things that we enjoy uh, we'll just uh, go park by park. Uh, we'll start with DCA. So, Amy, why don't you kick us off with uh, some of the Halloween stuff currently available at DCA? Yeah, well, one of the things that um, I personally love, and, and I've, I've discovered that you either love this attraction or you're not a fan because you're a scaredy cat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Tomaters, yeah. Not tomatoes is um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, for Halloween time, they do Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark. Yes, I am Team Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. Like, love it. That's fun. That's definitely it's fun. fun. Time. Mm-hmm. I I giggle like a crazy little girl. Like it's just <laughs> one of those things that I love so much. But Monsters After Dark gives just a little bit of a different feel, a little bit of a different experience. The The music is different. They do the Monsters After Dark mm-hmm. uh, track and uh, you get to work with Rocket uh, to rescue all the Guardians. Um, and there's a bunch of new fun monsters. That <laughs> there is. Honestly, it's it's a complete, it's almost a completely different attraction. Like yeah, different it changes vibe. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love how they do this. That It's not just Monsters After Dark all day long. You can do the regular Guardians and then after dark, you can do this version. Yep. So yep. you can actually do two versions of the attraction in one day, which is in awesome. One day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some people belabor, you know, screens and the attractions, but this is the benefit of a screen. Like you can change things up, mm-hmm. like lickety split, like that. And I, I love that. It's fun. Makes it exciting. <laughs> you want to go on it twice. You want to do it. Most definitely. So, Guardians of the Galaxy for sure. One of the things that DCA you should check out. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, another thing that you won't want to miss is Cars Land. Not only will you get the opportunity to 
uh, experience some of your favorite Cars friends in their Halloween costumes. They look great in those Halloween costumes. It's yes. so it's so awesome. Great picture ops. Yeah. Vampire Mater. <laughs> Could there be anything more awesome oh, than Vampire great. Mater? Yeah, it's great. It's so great. Um, lots of fun Halloween decor on all the places in Cars Land. You know, Luigi's honking Halloween um, and and to- even Tomaters, uh, the ride there gets, you know, an overhaul with uh, some creepy cobwebs and becomes uh, Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like with the with the Halloween decorations, of course, there's lights. All the more reason to check out Cars Land after dark. Or, as we've mentioned, I think, in the previous episode, getting there at dusk to watch them turn all the the neon on. The Shaboom's a little bit different at Halloween time. And a different song, different feel, just as fun to experience. So, yeah, I would recommend checking that out as well if you can be in D.C. in the evening. Yeah, just make sure you're on a day that doesn't uh, have the Oogie Boogie Bash going on. Yes, yes. Make sure that you're checking uh, your calendars when you're making your reservations because DCA will close early for Oogie Boogie Bash for those who are not lucky enough to have a ticket (laughs) since it's already sold out. (laughs) Me, me. Yeah, raise his hand. I love the Halloween overlays they do with the Luigi's and Mater's. Like, they're just fun. Honestly, I think I, I actually prefer their Halloween versions to the original attractions, but maybe that's just me. (laughs) There's just fun. It's just fun. And I love that they do that. It's great that they're able to, you know, just completely transform the attractions with the land. I I, I love that. It just keeps in theme, which is great. Another really neat option to experience in California Adventure is almost just a really uh, cool cultural experience that you can be a part of. Uh, in DCA, if you head back towards the back of the park, uh, they have an opportunity to enjoy Dia de los Muertos. And one of my favorite things is the Plaza de Familia that they have. Mm, yes. There's this really great Coco show. It really is great. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, if you get the chance to experience Coco back there, it's it's really cool. They have the Plaza de Familia where you can go and you can remember your loved ones and write out a memory and attach it to yeah. uh, with everyone else's memories there, which is really cool to see. I try to do it every year I can for my grandparents. It's always it's mm-hmm. always a great time. Yeah. There's, uh, again, that show that happens periodically throughout the day uh, back near the Paradise Gardens area. You can take pictures with Miguel there's even um, some crafts that you can, you know, get in on with your, you know, if you've got kids, it's a great time to sit and relax for a minute, uh, you know, a little change of pace, make something fun to take home. You know, that's even fun for adults, by the way. <laughs> I <laughs> yes, may have partaken. It <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's what the whole point of being at the parks, right? Is exactly. Exactly. In. Then, of course, as I mentioned, the musical celebration of Coco. Uh, really great experience. Uh, also, I heard the mariachi divas are back. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's definitely worth your time for sure. I, lo- I love the mariachi divas. Yeah. Lots of really, really fun things to check out 
uh, back there in, in DCA. Um, and you can check the entertainment guides for all of the specifics on the show times for the, you know, the show and whatnot. But uh, definitely worth checking out if you're going to be at Disney California Adventure during Halloween time. Yeah, definitely. There, there's a lot of fun things going at DCA. And of course, you have the Oogie Boogie Bash, which uh, is sold out now. So we're not really going to mention too much of that. Although I will just mention Judge Doom is there this year. And man, <laughs> man. Uh, that looks like such a great uh, treat trail and character opportunity. Have you seen pictures of this or video of that yet, Dredge Doom? I actually saw video of it. My friend was there for the cast preview. Okay. And uh, I saw his TikTok video of it the first night and it looked, it was really cool. Such a good job on that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And to watch him like dip the shoe in the dip. Right. Oh man. Right. It was great. Yeah, I thought they like knocked it out of the park last year when they brought Ernesto de la Cruz, and yeah, that I was, was just, awesome. Like, yeah, jaw droppingly amazed. They, they keep one up in themselves every year. I yeah, just, oh. yeah. yeah. So, who, so who's going to be next year? But <laughs> definitely, uh, if you you know if you're going, you you can post some videos and pictures and tag us in it because I yes, want to see. <laughs> please, please do, please do. I I, yeah. uh, I have FOMO like nobody's business, but uh, yeah, I just want to see so many great character meet and greet opportunities. At Oogie Boogie's yes, bash, yeah. for reals. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move on over to Disneyland. One of the uh, fun things, of course, that I look forward to every year is the characters get dressed up for Halloween, so they don their fun spooky best if you will <laughs> for someone who likes to take pictures this is different photo ops for the different characters you know and yeah it's just fun seeing what different costumes they have year in and year out it, it always adds to the ambiance and you of course also have jack skellington and sally who you can uh, meet during this time of year so that's always fun and uh, you can even catch them walking around the Haunted Mansion sometimes as well. So that certainly adds to the atmosphere there. Mm. And speaking of the Haunted Mansion, of course, it gets transformed to the Haunted <laughs> Mansion holiday, uh, which has been going on for well, over 20 years now, I believe. So it's, uh, wow, yeah, it's it's been a minute. It's been I, around. I didn't realize it had been that yeah, long. It's, it's been there wow. for quite some time. They still manage to do a different gingerbread each year, too, in the, uh, the so ballroom area. Yeah. Every year, I feel like they top themselves. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they haven't ran out of ideas at this point. Uh, <laughs> but they're certainly more creative than I am. So there you go. This is where Nightmare Before Christmas takes over the Haunted Mansion. And uh, it's just uh, fun. As much as I love the Haunted Mansion classic and I and I love Haunted Mansion, th this is a fun addition and I, I certainly enjoy it. You know, my dad, this is his favorite version of the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> it's kind of fighting words with me, but they're, they're both great. They're both great. And it keeps both fresh, right? The fact that we get Haunted Mansion classic, for X number of months a year. And then we have this as well. I think it keeps both fresh and mm -hmm. it's just fun. It is a fun time. I, it's certainly a different, completely different vibe to the Haunted Mansion. But if you're a Nightmare Before Christmas fan, and even if you're not, uh, this is a fun experience. And if you have kids who might normally be maybe a little scared of the Haunted Mansion as it normally is, this is a little mm. bit more family friendly, less kind of scary uh, it's kind of more fun scares, really. I think, yeah, I think, I think it, 
it, the colors yeah. help brighten things up a little bit so it's not quite as intense and scary as the regular haunted mansion can be for little ones so yeah i i do agree with you on yeah that with, with the black lights and everything it, it very much feels kind of like a fantasy land dark ride a little bit you know in, in terms of like colors and mm-hmm. intensity and things like that so it gives a chance for people who might not normally want to go on the haunted mansion proper to to experience the attraction so Good times. Uh, plan accordingly, though. If you don't have Genie Plus for this one, the lines typically get long. So, oh yes, yeah. So just uh, just plan ahead on that one. We also have the fireworks show, Halloween Screams, and, yes! and this is one of my favorite <laughs> fireworks shows. I, I love it. Uh, it's just from the soundtrack to Jack Skellington hosting it, and you know the villains, and it's just such a fun, fun fireworks show. If you haven't seen it, definitely make time to catch this one on Main Street. It's it's a fun watch, uh, especially if you love Halloween like I do. Like you, you'll you'll dude, you'll eat it up. It's great. And then you know, Amy mentioned Dia de los Muertos and how you can celebrate in DCA with Coco. You can also celebrate Dia de los Muertos in Disneyland in Frontierland, kind of just uh, in front of Rancho del Zocalo. Uh, they have uh, a lot of fun Day of the Dead decorations. They have a trio of mariachi skeleton figurines, as well as brightly colored flowers and other decorative things. You can definitely get into the spirit, quote unquote, <laughs> if you will, of Day of the Dead there. And that's always a fun time, uh, especially you know for pictures and just the ambiance. And then, of course, you can go to Rancho del Zocalo and enjoy some uh, choice Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the main things. We already, of course, mentioned the giant Mickey pumpkin as well as all the pumpkins you can see down Main Street. So that's that's sort of uh, the gist of what Disneyland has to offer, uh, at least what you can access with your general admission or Magic Key. Of course, they also have a Happy Haunts guided tour you can take. You so choose uh, that is a separate uh, ticketed item and i think it's like a two-hour tour they just kind of walk you through some of the halloween stuff and tell you some spooky tales i think why most people do it though is you also get a prime seating <laughs> or viewing for halloween screams mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you don't feel like lining up early to get your seat well you can pay for choice seats if you want does it also include uh, a ride on on a mansion holiday it does not include Haunted Mansion Holiday. It's uh, expedited access to Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, as well as a photo op with the Hitchhiking Ghosts audio animatronics from Haunted Mansion, which that, that sounds pretty cool to me, actually. <laughs> 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 kind of had me on that. And it, it also comes with a Happy Haunts guided tour pin, as well as a Halloween-themed treat. Ooh, Nice. And I believe last time I checked, this was about $110 per person, give or take. So plan accordingly there. Uh, but, you know, if, if you want that photo op with the Hitchhiking Ghosts and the prime viewing for the fireworks show, Halloween Screams, might not be a bad deal. It's kind of your call on that one. Yeah. The other option, too, you can always do, if they're available, the Plaza Inn has the dining packages uh, so you can book one of those. That also gives you reserved seating or viewing for Halloween Screams. That's 
also significantly cheaper than the Halloween tour. So if it's really just the reserved viewing you want for the fireworks, mm-hmm. that, that might be a better option. I will say if you're able to do the tour, they are pretty interesting. If you can, you know, if you've never done one before, um, it's, it's worth uh, saving up to splurge if you can, if you can do that. You always look, I, I've done a couple of them and I've always, even as someone who's been to Disneyland a bajillion times, always learn something new. So I completely agree. The the few that I've taken have been great. The most memorable one I, I took back when it was called uh, a walk in Walt's footsteps, I believe at that time when you got to go up mm. into Walt's apartment and all yeah. over the park and learning about kind of the early days of Walt Disney's uh, vision of the Disneyland. Area. That, that was great. And as somebody who knows quite a bit about those early days, who studied it a lot, there was a lot that uh, I, I didn't know that uh, I learned that day. So yeah, and I, I think now they have, it's called Walt's Storytime Tour or something like that. Walt's Story Tour, uh, where, you, hmm. where you can also uh, go back up into the apartment again uh, and get your picture taken. So, yeah, if it, you know, that's another tour option if you want to do that. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Halloween in a nutshell at the Disneyland Resort. There's a lot of fun things. Amy, does anything stand out to you as a, as a favorite? Like what, what, uh, what do you have to do? have to do every year for Halloween? I mean, have to do, I I have to do, you, you have both Halloween and Christmas options, but Haunted Mansion holiday, like I have to do it. Trying to catch Halloween screams Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Which now that, you know, before, back in the day, (laughs) um, you used to only see Halloween screams if you had, the Halloween party tickets because they used to do the Halloween party at Disneyland, right, which right. is where they did the fireworks show. So unless you had tickets to the Halloween party, you didn't get to see Halloween screams unless for some reason they were unable to do the fireworks show because of wind or whatever, because they had already loaded that show. If the next night happened to be a non Halloween party night, they would just do the Halloween show. <laughs> so, yep. um, you know, it was like I used to always try to pay attention to all of the the people who would, you know, tweet if <laughs> if the fireworks didn't happen or whatever. So I'd be like, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow. <laughs> That's how I experienced it for the first time. I just yeah. I just uh, stumbled into it, too. Luckily, I, I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. Was, so yeah. now that now that you don't have to be, you know, that. uh organized in, in, in stalking, you know, Disneyland accounts and whatnot to, to see if it's happening or if it's happened. Now you just know that it's on these nights and you can go see it. So I uh, definitely have to make sure I see that because it is, it's, it's one of my favorite fireworks shows as well. I, I definitely wanted to go on uh, Monsters After Dark at Guardians. Mm, so, yeah. and I do want to see the Coco, the Coco show as well. Yeah. That's, that's always a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my must-do list right there. How about you? Honestly, it's probably the same for me. Of course, Haunted Mansion Holiday. I mean, that's just a a Halloween slash, you know, holiday season staple at this point for me. Getting my picture taken with the Mickey pumpkin on Main Street, you know, that's just sort of a rite of passage into Halloween, I guess. Like, just like, oh, Halloween's here. I, I got my picture with the pumpkin this year, so... Also, Mission Breakout, Monsters After Dark. That's just such a fun experience. 
and it's unique. You know that you can only do it during this time of year, uh, which I, which I love. It keeps it fresh. I, I feel. Then yeah, the Halloween screams. I mean that that's such a great fireworks show. Like I said, it's one of my absolute favorites that they they put on. So I just love Halloween time <laughs> in general. So you know, I I was so happy. You know when Disneyland started to take it real serious and really bring out all the stops and. I feel like every year it just gets bigger and bigger and mm-hmm. it's just, it's just great. It does my Halloween love and heart uh, joy to, to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds to the specialness of the time too. Cause we get like this extended Halloween season and then that rolls right into the holiday season. So it's just, it's just this fun magical time at the, at the resort. Yeah. Great opportunity for, for experiencing some some fun, unique moments, and uh, yeah, it's the the magic of the season it starts at Halloween time now. So <laughs> it really does. It really does. Yeah, take it all in and enjoy it because I feel like I feel like it's gonna fly by really fast. So yeah, yeah, totally. So that, that's what we enjoy for Halloween. Some of the things you can expect at the resort as well. Uh, I will bring up Oogie Boogie's Bash one more time just to mention that uh, if you are taking a trip during an oogie boogie bash night just plan accordingly because once dca closes early all of those people will rush into disneyland so it'll get a little busy so just just like i said plan ahead of time if you're going to be there on an oogie boogie bash night all right with that i think it's time for us to say goodbye but on behalf of amy and myself we hope you've enjoyed your time with us and if you have the best way to ensure your adventures continue is to subscribe and follow the show. You can find out how to do that at helloproject55.com. And we would love to connect with you in between episodes. You can find us on our Instagram at helloproject55. Don't forget to tag us in any of your pictures, videos of you experiencing all the spooky fun at the Disneyland Resort. We would love to see what fun things you guys are up to this holiday season. We'll be back next week with more fun and exciting Disneyland experiences. Until then, take care and we'll see you real soon. Ta-ta for now.